I haven't done this in a very long time. So I thought I would steal a page from Wayne's book and tell you, uh, give a rant about my terrible week. <laughs> uh, um, it wasn't that terrible, to be perfectly honest, but I, I did get the worst haircuts of my life. <laughs> this is pretty obvious. I, I, actually, Neil, you and I must chat afterwards. We must tag team and have a full haircut there together. <laughs> uh, but I knew it was a bad haircut when I walked into the kitchen and Lee and my mom were standing there and Lee just burst out laughing and she said, it's a bit short. And, and, then, and then my mom has one of those compliments that's not really a compliment, but it's a mom thing. And she says, it's fine, your hair grows so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, oh no, I've done a terrible thing. So that was, that was that's my interesting news. So let's get to it. Um, I'm going to read from John 4. Uh, Jesus answered, If you knew the gift of God and who is saying it to you, give me a drink, you would ask him and he would give you living water. Sir, the, said the woman, you don't even have a bucket and the well is deep. So where do you get this living water? Uh, you aren't greater than our father Jacob, are you? He gave us the well and he drank from it himself. And as he did, as did his sons and livestock. Jesus said, everyone who drinks from this water will get thirsty again. But whoever drinks from the water that I give him will never be thirsty again. And in fact, the water I will give him will become a well of water springing up within him for eternal life. The NLT puts it, um, he becomes a fresh bubbling spring within them. And in my youth, I thought that was the coolest thing. I was fresh and bubbling and dancing and playing in the band and serious. <laughs> and I was so excited for God. And, you know, you, you, you always have turning points in your life. And, and mine, I was 17, and a good Christian friend of mine committed suicide. Um, and it broke my heart. It really did. And, and I had a falling out with the pastor at the church, and I just got angrier and angrier and angrier. And... You know when your prayers start becoming more rants and shouting at God, you're just like, why, 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 why? And that was just me for years. And I remember having discussions with Lee because her parents weren't too, too chuffed that I was no longer in church or involved or doing any of that stuff. And they were like, is he still a Christian? And I was like, no, Lee, I, I talk to God every day. He just doesn't always get the nicest side of me. Uh, and that was, that was my life. And when Lee came back from... Uh, Bloemfontein. That was also, that was also, God, why did you send it to Bloemfontein? It was fantastic, actually, in hindsight. But when Lee came back, she said, okay, we need to find a church. Because I was at a church, I was doing sound, but I wasn't, I, I wasn't, I wasn't really, I was, I was just doing a job. I was just doing the sound for the church. And she said, no, let's find a church. And we went to a bunch of churches, we call it church shopping. Um, and we went to a few and you walk out of some churches and you've got your eyes like dinner plates and you're thinking, and I, I can't remember what the service was about. I can't remember the worship. I, I remember having tea and coffee afterwards and speaking to people and it was fantastic. And then Lee got in the car and she just had this big grin on her face and she said, have we found a church? Have we found a church? And I said, no, we've got to try it a few more times. <laughs> and now we're here. Um, um, so... I, I would stand in the back of, of Rizzydale and I'd think to myself, I'm here, I'm at the church, I'm back, but where's my bubbling spring? 
Where's my overflowing? Where's my passion for it? Um, and so I, I did some digging because obviously there was something wrong with the translation of the Bible <laughs> and, and, and not my, my, my belief system. Um, so I did some digging and, and the word springing up um, is actually directly leaping up. And I read that and I was like, oh, this is even worse. That's more impossible than the last thing. <laughs> How am I ever going to get this right? How is the living water going to jump out of my well? So I did a little bit more digging and I found that the word only happens a few times in the New Testament. And both, both, on both occasions it talks about healing. Um, so from Acts 3, uh, it says, Now Peter and John were going to the temple in the time of prayer in the afternoon. A man who was lame from birth was carried there. He was placed there each day at the temple gate called Beautiful, so he could beg for those, from those entering the temple. When Peter, saw, Peter and John saw him and were about to enter the temple, he asked for money. And Peter, along with John, looked straight at him and said, Look at us. He turned to them, expecting for them to give him money. But Peter said, I don't have silver or gold, but what I, have, I, uh, what I do have, I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, get up and walk. And then taking him by the hand, he raised him up. And at once his, at once his feet and ankles became strong. So he jumped and started to walk. And as he entered the temple, he started walking, leaping and praising God. And when I read that, I immediately realized that it wasn't just me going and poking the well and standing there at the back of church quiet. It was, I, I, I needed some healing. I needed others. I needed to let the church back into my life um, for any, anything to happen. So I put aside my, my dream of the bubbling spring and I said, okay, let's do some work. And I'd come to church and I didn't want to come to church a lot of the time. Lee would drag me out of bed in the morning and I'd be miserable and mopey and stand in the back, but I would let people pray for me. And I'd let people minister to me. And slowly but surely, my prayers started changing. And I wasn't angry anymore. I was thankful. And I was, I was, I was so enamored by this grace. Um, and then I was able to worship again. And that for me was huge because music is my life. That's, that's what I do. Um, but I couldn't worship. I couldn't sit on my own with my guitar and play the guitar. Um, and that broke my heart. And then slowly but surely in the back of the church praying, uh, and I, I completely forgot about the, the, the bubbling spring. And then one day I was standing in the back of the church and bang, um, I heard, uh, I, I heard a, a gentle voice, not so gentle in hindsight, but saying, what about the youth? And you know what? I, I, I wanted to punch God in the face. No, it's no offense, but like, uh, that, that's not what I wanted, you know? I just wanted to be exuberant and happy. I don't want a job. <laughs> I don't want something to do. I don't want to be involved. The whole idea of coming to the small church was to just stand in the back and not be a part of it in a certain way. And then every week I'd come back and every, every single time we'd be praising and same thing. And then it would carry on running around in my head and I just kept it up. I kept bottled in. And then one day I was at breakfast with Lee and I said, oh, okay, 
I want to do something about the youth. And then she, the wonderful woman she is, says, that's a great idea. And I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> and it's progressed from there. Um, but I was so, so dead set that it wasn't for me. I really was so dead set. And now, like, I speak to Lee, and now I'm doing a bit of work writing the children's curriculums and things, and I'm like, I'm so happy. This is so much fun. <laughs> and actually, I was so afraid of you lot, because you are quite intimidating, but you're, you're actually quite nice. You know that. That is one of my mother's offhanded compliments. Um, so the main, the main crux of it is it's, it's not a, a quick thing. It's not ever a quick fix. It took time. It took me to figure it out and sit in the back and allow God's people back into my life and allow them to minister into my life. And this is where we are now. And it's very exciting. But I also know how hard it is to stand at the well and just be like, I'm so thirsty. But there's so many people here that can offer you a drink. Um, so that, that's, that's my cry, is that we continue this. We continue when people come in, we offer them a drink. We offer them a drink until their well starts springing. Yeah, that's all I have to say. <laughs> Thanks, Alex. It's just been interesting just to hear some of the details of, um, some more details of what Alex has shared this morning. And so, yeah, I only encourage you to, you know, in the next few months on that, uh, take him, take them, whatever suits you, for coffee, and just hear more of some of the details of, um, yeah, it's been quite interesting to hear where he fell off the horse that was a motorbike and broke his leg and um, all these different things and, yeah, how God's been working with him. So, as Alex shared with us, um, the part that's applicable to all of us is where do we get our refreshing from? What are the sources of springs in our lives. And so here's a story of a young man who had to rediscover that source of life. And I love just what he shared, that, that with that spring, that springing up of that well is also linked with healing. And I think some of us, often it's like the well is stopped, the well is neglected, um, Sometimes what we've done is we've actually done, you know, what they did in the Old Testament um, and, well, in different times in history is they went and blocked wells. And um, some of us have actually done that. We've gone and intentionally blocked up the well and stormed off. And um, there's wonderful stories about unblocking those wells. And I think the word to us this morning from Alex is, again, we want those wells, those sources of life and healing to be released and to spring up again. 
And I guess all we're going to start with this morning is to say, God, here we are. Would you release that source of life and joy? And if it's healing that you need, healing as well. So let's welcome the Lord, let's pray, and I think there might be a few of us that, you know, I can pray and we can, in one sense, all relate to part of that. But it would be nice also to pray for a few of you that feel stuck. The, the sense that I had, as Alex shared, is that... Um, Maybe there's a sense in which this hasn't been joyous. It doesn't feel like, it feels like hard work. It feels like pulling stuff up manually. There's no spring. You feel like you've got to dig it up. And just that sense of joy and spontaneity. So Lord, we want to just ask you to, to come and help us. Come and do what you do with so many of us. Surprise us. Father, continue just to faithfully not give up on us, Lord. And at the outset of this year, we want to say, yeah, Bring up that well, that silly song that we used to sing, even thinking children's church, spring up a well within my soul. Come and unblock these sources, these places of life, which are you, Jesus. So we welcome you, Holy Spirit.